Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Great Face. First of all, I want to start by saying I'm so sorry it's been so long. It's been about two weeks since I last released a podcast and I have a reason. I'm a lazy bitch. What it is is that basically I'm starting to struggle with different topics to talk about each week. So from this point forward, there's going to be a podcast every fortnight. To be honest with you, I was going to stop doing the podcast altogether. I got really like disheartened because I was like no one's listening anymore Um, everyone's getting bored of it like they've all stopped listening and then the past couple of weeks I've had loads of messages from you on um, Instagram saying oh when's the next podcast out Grace like we're missing the podcast I was like oh I didn't even realise people were listening to it you know and then I looked at the um, numbers online on my anchor platform what I use to upload um, podcasts and there's been a lot of listeners a lot of listeners are going back listening to them from the beginning so I thought you know what I need to get back on it and record another podcast so apologies that it's so late I will try my best to upload one every fortnight but as it stands at the minute uni's just started again and I did think this was going to happen I did think as soon as this semester starts I was going to get inundated with work I haven't it's just a lie I'm just so lazy but I'm going to do it I'm going to stick to it now I promise you every fortnight after this episode comes out which will probably be either Sunday or if I'm feeling generous you might be listening to it earlier than Sunday but every fortnight there will be a podcast even if it's like a half an hour one I'm going to stick to my word and carry on doing it so yeah this week's podcast I've decided it's going to all be about I can't even speak I've done it that long I can't even speak anymore I've not done it for that long I can't even speak no more that's what that was supposed to say um this week's, pod- this week's podcast is going to be about pressure. So the pressure that we get from society to do certain things. So I've not done any research on this one because I think this is just like a general chit-chat conversation. It doesn't require any research at all. It's just my opinion. Um, but it's going to be about the pressure that we face. I say we, as in people face in general when they come to certain points in life to do certain things and to accomplish certain goals so yeah sit back get i'd say get your hot chocky wacky but mate the pubs are opening on monday get your fucking pint of carlsberg with a splash of lime that's where i'm gonna get and um stick some headphones in whilst you're going for a walk or whatever you're doing and enjoy this episode Right, just before we get into it, if you hear any weird noises in the background, because I've just listened back to that little clip that I've just done, and you can hear scratching noises, and it's because Miko has really taken a shit in his litter. Um, that's what that noise is, if you're interested. But yeah, anyway, pressure. Fucking pressure. Pushing down on me. Does my head in. So, I'm going to be specifically talking about the pressure that, really, we put on ourselves. No one really puts pressure on us. It's ourselves, do you know what I mean? So, right now, I'm under pressure to lose weight and to get fit, but no one's told me I need to lose weight and I need to get fit. It's just I feel pressurised to do it because I don't feel as though I look good enough for summer, which is stupid because I think anyone can look good for summer. It doesn't matter what you look like. It's ridiculous that you need to lose weight for summer, get skinny, get your summer bod, but I've put myself under pressure to lose weight so that in summer... I don't get chubbed rubbing it hurts. (laughs) Basically, that's one of the main reasons why I'm doing it. So I can wear a dress and feel comfortable in it or wear shorts and not think I hate the way my legs look. So I decided, you know what, I'm gonna try and lose a bit of weight. I'm gonna try and tone up, get fit. And for me, the most important thing is to get strong. I really wanna get strong and build my fitness back up. Um, 
three years ago now I was probably at my peak, um, probably past my peak point now, I'm 26 in May, like I'm old now, but three years ago I was at my peak, I was so fit, I was slim, I had nice abs, I lost a lot of weight, um, didn't go about losing the weight the correct way to begin with, so to begin I used Slim and World which at the time um, worked for me to help initially kickstart the fitness pro like process, it worked for me but big butt yeah my big butt I just don't believe in it now um, any sort of fad diet like eating as much pasta as you want eating as many carbs as you want it's just a bit weird like it's a bit backwards when you look into all the rules and that it's fucked up I understand that a lot of people lose a lot of weight from swimming well but every single person I know and this is every single person as well who I know who's done slimming world is doing slimming world has lost weight initially then always has to go back I've never met anyone who's done Slim and World, lost weight and maintained that weight for longer than like a year, say. They always have to go back. It's supposed to be like a lifestyle change that you're supposed to stick at, but it's that unrealistic that you end up losing weight, getting chuffed and then realising actually you can't realistically stick to that sort of lifestyle because only having a certain amount of sins a day, it's not realistic. You've got to fully change your life and your eating habits to be able to stick at it forever and don't get me wrong like it does work you do lose weight i lost two stone using slim and world but it was getting into actual health and fitness and calorie counting that allowed me to strip off all the fat from my body and build muscle and i ended up actually weighing like almost the same as what i did initially so i think i went in and started slimming world at about just under 12 stone i was a chunky monkey and then i got down to nine stone two but I got to about 11 stone, mm, no, it must have been about 10 stone, using Slim and World. And then I literally stripped all the fat off my body and that was by being in a calorie deficit, eating a shit ton of protein and going to the gym between five and seven times a week. Like I was obsessed. And to be honest, it felt great. Um, usually people say like, oh, I was obsessed. I was in a really dark place and I still wasn't happy. Bullshit. I was happy. I was so fucking happy. I had so much energy. And then I moved to the Midlands and didn't go back to the gym, started eating weight, started eating more takeaways of tart and just became chunky monkey again. And that's fine. That's okay. But it winds me up the way people are like, oh, I saw a post on Instagram actually about this. Um, how people are going out selling fitness DVDs so they're losing loads of weight. And then a couple of years later, they're like, oh, I wasn't happy when I'd done it. It's like, yeah, because you just wanted to rip everyone off and take everyone's money. And I, I completely agree with the um, the post that she was saying until it came to this Alexandra Kane, I think her name is. I see she's from Love Island. I follow her on Instagram and I'm currently doing her fitness plan now. And I completely disagree. Um, She looks brilliant and she's in a calorie surplus now, trying to put a bit of weight back on because she's lost a lot of weight and it's affected the period. So she's had to start eating more, which is fine. It happens. These things happen to people, but a lot of people just don't talk about it. It's not a fad diet at all. So her plan is literally a calorie deficit with HIIT workouts every day. And you can, if you want to, give yourself rest days. It's um, something that you can actually put... uh, focus your life around so you can eat what you want it's just eating more fresh foods making things from scratch you're not starving yourself and if you do feel as though you are hungry you can adjust your calorie intake for the day and she gives you like an average calorie intake that you should be having a day which i think is 1400 calories but she does mention that you can actually work out your tdi and you can actually work out your actual calorie deficit and the plan will still work for you. So that's what I've done. So I eat between 1,400 and 1,700. Um, 
I used a brilliant cal uh, calculator for my calorie deficit. It was the James Smith calculator. Brilliant. Uh, ever since I've stopped eating 1,400 and gone up a little bit, I've actually noticed more more changes in my body. I don't think the 1,400 was enough calories for the amount of exercise that I was doing because obviously I was exercising. Like now I'm exercising every single day. I'm only doing a 10 minute HIIT workout, but a lot of the time I go for long walks. I'm burning a lot of calories, so I'm not fueling my body enough. So now I'm currently at between, let's say, 1,600, 1,700 calories every day. And that's just me. That's based on my height, my activity level, my weight, my body type, my water consumption. Like it's based on a lot of stuff. But I really enjoy a plan, not just for the food. I think the food part, I don't really pay attention to the food plan because the foods aren't that great. Um, I don't want to spend an hour cooking roasted chicken for my lunch, do you know what I mean? I work 45 hours a week, I've got half an hour for lunch, I need my lunch to be quick. So I'm talking like scrambled egg and ham, <laughs> three eggs for my protein, or a pita pizza, something like that. Something made from fresh, or last night's leftovers. But the exercises, I have to say the exercises are brilliant. Um, since starting, like my fitness level's been quite shit since last year. Last year I tried the Shreddy plan. Like I'm all for trying these plans, quite good. And um, the Shreddy plan is brilliant. Again, they're hit workouts, 10 to 20 minute workouts every day. You, you give yourself one rest day a week. And I absolutely loved that, but I hated the food because it was vegan. And I needed some more, like I needed meat in that. And I was just shit with ideas. So I ended up binging because the food plan was crap. But anyway, I'm really enjoying the Alexandra Kane one. I paid 49.99 for a 12 week program. And basically all the resources are there. There's motivational videos. There's your fitness and um, your workout videos. They're only 10 minutes long, but fuck me. Fuck me. Like I've been to spinning classes like I want. I've been to back to back spinning classes thinking, yeah, I'll be able to do that for say like an hour and a half. And I've nearly died. But this 10 minute workout, they're like intense. My heart nearly explodes. <laughs> and they're brilliant because um, I've got a dodgy knee and some of them are high impact, but you can alter them slightly so that they aren't impacting uh, the muscles that in my body are just shite. Like my, my, my left knee, sorry. It's just fucking shit. Like it always collapses on me no matter what type of workout to do. It always eventually aches. But you can alter the workouts that she shows you slightly so that you aren't impacting on any muscles that you've had injuries on in the past but yeah love that i'm proper going off the rails yeah proper digressing but anyway the point is i feel like i'm under pressure to lose weight and honestly i'm being completely honest now i want to lose weight because i remember how happy i was when i was slimmer and when i was fitter mentally my mental health at that point was at its peak because i knew i was moving in with todd i knew i'd be happier and I'd lost a lot of weight, I was fitter, I was getting better sleep, I was drinking more water, my skin was better and I just remember how good it felt and that's why I'm doing it and that's why I'm putting the pressure on myself but there's a lot of pressure nowadays from the likes of social media and fucking girls, girls on social media are horrible to be skinny and to be fit and to have like a six pack and to be tiny and that pisses me off because when I wasn't dieting or when I'm not working out I feel useless and I think a lot of people might be able to relate here. I feel so shit about myself because I feel like Instagram and social media puts pressure on you to be active. If you're not working, if you're not working out, if you're not reading books, then you're just not successful. That's how I feel. I feel as though there's so much pressure to be a badass bitch and to have a sick job with sick pay 
and I just don't understand why like why is there so much pressure what's wrong with having like a mid-sized body like me like I'm a size 12 to 14 and like I'm not exactly overweight but I look in the mirror and think I look nothing like these people on social media but I want to and then I hate myself for thinking that way because <laughs> I know it's so stupid like I am me and I'm actually I'm happy with my body but part of me I think part of every single person I don't care what anyone says is insecure you'll get people who come on Instagram and like yeah body positivity I'm so happy with my body I'm gonna put pictures of myself in my underwear when I'm a plus size woman that's fine but I guarantee that person isn't 100% happy with their body but they just won't say that because they're trying to follow this body positive positive movement um that's me like i'm happy with my body but deep deep down i want to get better i want to look better and it's not really for anyone else's sake or maybe it is if everyone else was blind in the world would i want to lose weight and would i want to get fit the sad reality of it would be no i wouldn't bother me because people wouldn't be looking at me. That sounds like I'm proper attention seeking. But I think it's absolute bullshit when people think they're doing stuff for themselves. Yeah, you do it for yourself as well as other factors. Like, I want to lose weight because I want to get fit. I want to feel healthier. I want. I don't want to be out of breath. I don't want to get chub rub anymore <laughs> in the summer. Um, but at the same time, I want to look good. And I want, to, I want people to notice that I look good, you know what I mean? And I don't think that's being um, narcissistic at all. I think a lot of people are just too scared to say that they do wear makeup for other people and they do lose weight for other people but I'm saying it outright like now yeah I want to lose weight for the people because I know that when I'm slimmer and more athletic and more attractive and my boyfriend likes me more and that's it is how it is like and I'm a feminist and I, and I can't even believe I'm saying this like these words are coming out my mouth but it is what it is only a small part of me though not all of it i do it for me and for how great it makes me feel like my mental health is just so good when i'm like active and fit and eating the right food but at the same time todd finds me more attractive and he'll say that he'll turn around and he'll be like no i love you both ways doesn't matter i'm always gonna love you but it's a load of bullshit he preferred me when i was more active and i was slimmer and he'll he'll, he'll say right now nah it doesn't it doesn't bother me bullshit shit i know it does because well don't listen to this bit we had a lot more sex when i was um more active <laughs> if anyone's listened to this from my family please just close your ears right now and ever since i've put on a lot more weight like we both have we both let ourselves go a little bit well to be fair i'm losing it now but um our sex drives haven't been as high so I'm thinking, maybe it's just because I'm not as attractive as I used to be. And that's exactly what it is. And he'll turn around and he'll say, no, it's not. I'm just tired or I've been working, whatever. But again, I think it's bullshit. I think I find myself more sexier when I'm more toned and more active. And I think because I'm more like active, my mental health's better. And I think that comes off. I think people actually recognise that, that I'm more confident. But when I'm feeling like chubs... I don't feel confident in mental health shit I'm eating crap and I think that comes off and people like look at me and think she must be insecure or why is she so insecure and yeah there's just so much pressure so much pressure to look good like at the minute I'm thinking about getting Botox because I've got really deep forehead wrinkles and I really and I mean I'm not even joking I wish I was joking but this is something that I've had for I remember someone first noticed it and like actually said something to me about it when I was in third year of uni they said like wow you've got really deep lines on your forehead and I was like well oh have I and then ever since then it's literally like being an obsession this so bad I need Botox but then I think 
Why do I need Botox? Who's putting pressure on me to get Botox? I'm 25. Like, what the fuck? And then I think, why are so many people my age walking around with a full face of filler? In the lips, in the cheeks, in the chin, in the forehead. Like, why? What, who's putting this pressure on us? Because it's not anyone in particular. Yet the celebrities who do it. But we do it. We put pressure on ourselves to change the way we look. And then in reality, most of the time, we change the way we look and we're still not satisfied. Like when I'd lost a lot of weight and I looked in the mirror and I was like, yeah, fucking yeah, mate, I've lost so much weight. I'm looking toned, but I can still see this role. It was never good enough. Like, but I'm not going to turn around and say I weren't happy. I weren't, I was happy. I was fucking over the moon, but I still wasn't perfect. And there was so much more stuff that I started to notice that I wanted to change. And I try and like work out to target certain areas. And if you are like a nutritionist or you know a lot about fitness, you'll know that you can't target fat loss. You've just got to like work your whole body and then it comes off where it comes off. It's different for each person. And I became obsessed with trying to like get my calves smaller. And I mean, that's physically impossible. I think it's like your physical makeup. It's just, I've got big calves. It is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it. And the more I was trying to target fat loss, the more muscly they were getting. <laughs> but to be fair, in the end, I actually like, I appreciated them because I think um, muscly legs are nice, but that's just my point of view. But anyway, yeah, so that's the whole fitness pressure phase that's going on at the minute. Um, I'm personally doing it, like I've said a million times, because I know it makes me feel good. I feel sexier, I feel more confident, and I'm happier when I'm fitter. That doesn't necessarily mean I have to be as skinny as I was, because that wasn't the goal, that was never the goal. But waking up in the morning and not feeling like a bag of shit and feeling my age instead of like a six-year-old woman felt amazing and I can't wait to get back to that point it's going to take me a while um last time I'd done it I'd done it far too quickly it was within within six months I dropped like three stone sorry I had to cut that bit out then because Buddy Top walked in he's outside um digging in holes in the garden as you do and um I had to stop the recording but yeah as I said I lost about three stone in about six months joining Sloan World and then going boxing uh, going to fitness class and then going to the gym in between and to be honest it was great but it was something that I couldn't physically keep up with. Well, I could whilst I was living in North Wales because I was doing it and I was happy doing it. I had a nice little routine and then I moved away. And when I moved away, it all slipped away because I stopped going to the gym. I didn't know what gym to go to. I didn't have any friends. And yeah, eventually I started putting on back weight. And this time round, I'm trying to make it so that it's an actual part of my lifestyle so that I can still eat the shit that I want to eat. I can still have a drink every now and again. But back then, I hadn't drank. I didn't drink alcohol at all. I never had takeaways, never had any sweets, nothing with sugar. I literally lived off proteins and vegetables, like carbs. That was it. And to be honest, yeah, I look great. But... I didn't really have a life and I'd go to like sleepovers at my mates and they'd all order pizza and I'd be there like nah I'll bring myself some dinner and I'd actually bring myself like a microwave meal that was like 300 calories because I didn't want to put weight on <laughs> so right now as it stands um, on the weekend I have a little drink if I want a little drink every now and again so like today I had myself a little I had a little cookie with a cup of tea Um, yeah it doesn't like I'm not doing it to lose weight quickly I just want the I want the feeling of when I'm strong again because I loved it so much and it's getting there I'm on week four now I've lost um over eight pounds in four weeks which is a lot to be honest I usually aim for like a pound a week but in terms of inches I've got a lot of water retention at the minute is he back 
fuck's sake, Todd. I've got a lot of water retention at the minute, so the weight fluctuates, and um, this time round I'm not using the scales, I'm just taking my inches, and I've lost quite a few inches off all over my body, or I think, I can't remember how, is, how many it is altogether, all but whatever I'm doing right now is working. I'm still losing the weight, I'm still toning up, and I'm still eating what I want, so it's working great, but again, that pressure is always there. The pressure to look good, the pressure to feel good, but I just want to emphasise that that pressure comes from within. No one else is telling you to do it. So if you are similar to me and you do put this pressure on yourself to look good but then put yourself down and you're not doing anything about it, I promise you, if you just do a little bit each day, you don't have to like put yourself on a diet or anything like that. I mean, just go for a walk, do something active a little bit each day. Uh, your fitness will improve and overall your mental health will improve and that pressure, fingers crossed, will slowly disappear because you're, you're going to become more happy within yourself. It's all about acceptance. You've just got to accept that that's the way you are. And if you want to change something about it, get off your ass and change something about it. If you don't want to change something about it, just carry on doing what you're doing. Like, it's up to you, but no one else is putting that pressure on you. So get off Instagram, stop looking at everyone's perfect figures that are probably filtered anyway, and start loving your body a little bit more. Um, I should listen to my own advice, but as I've said, I'm doing this for, I think I'm doing this for valid reasons. Um, I know I'm happier when I'm fitter. So yeah, that is the pressure of becoming fit and losing weight or whatever. The next thing I'm going to talk about now is the pressure of investment. So I'm 26 in May and me and Todd are currently renting a house, a two bedroom house in rugby in the midlands and currently paying just under 700 pounds a month to live here which is absolutely extortionate and all i ever get asked is why don't you and todd own a house and it pisses me off so much and i'm like like where does this pressure come from why is there so much pressure for me and todd to own a property if you think about it yeah it's brilliant you've got your own house but you owe all this money to a bank right now me and todd have got a lot of freedom we've lived in the house that we've lived in now for a year our contract is basically a monthly rolling contract if we decide to get up and move anywhere else within the uk to a different country whatever we can we don't have to wait around to sell a house do you know what i mean and i think at the age of like 25 26 yeah it's brilliant if you own a house but why are people so like so in a rush to settle to settle down like i don't get it I, I want, like, I'd give anything to own a house right now. And me and Todd are currently saving for a deposit because we have decided that we do want to settle and we do want to get married and have kids, like, the whole shebang. But that's not everyone. And people need to realise that, like, not everyone wants to fucking own a house. Not everyone wants to have kids. Not everyone wants to have a dog. Not everyone wants to have a fucking 60-hour working week. Do you know what I mean? And that pressure's always there in my mind. Like, I feel as though we're constantly being pressured to rush and to settle down and I'm just like wait there a minute yeah we could spend £21,000 on putting a deposit down on a house because that's that's exactly the amount that we're going to need to buy a house in the Midlands the houses here are a lot more um, expensive compared to North Wales, Liverpool, up north in general and yeah we are slowly saving but it doesn't mean I'm not going to live my life whilst I do it I go to work, I work my arse off, Todd goes to work, he works his fucking arse off and we are going to spend some of that money on the things that we enjoy because at the end of the day, yeah, we could be strict for a year and save a deposit in a year or we could be a little bit more relaxed and spend it and save it, sorry, over three years and still have a life. And I'm in no rush to own a house. I'm in no rush to owe the bank lots of money. Um, it is an investment, but you can invest your money in other ways and it's not just about getting a 45-year-old year bloody mortgage. Do you know what I mean? 
we'd rather save for longer and put a bigger deposit down and have a shorter mortgage to pay back than put a smaller deposit down and have a giant like mortgage to pay back, one that's going to take us 40 years. I'd rather do it in less time, to be honest. And I'd rather right now put more money in my pension. But that's just me. Um, it's up to, I think it's up to you what you do with your life. It's up to me what I do with my life. But why is there so much fucking pressure to own a house, please? Especially a new build. Like, ugh, I fucking hate new builds. Like, it looks as though we and me and Todd are going to have to buy a new build because. Um, that's all we were going to be able to afford basically around here. The older houses are a lot more expensive, which is strange, but they are. Um, so we're only going to be able to afford a new build. And uh, like I'm not too happy about it, but it is what it is. But I just don't understand where this pressure comes from. Like, why is there so much pressure for younger people to grow up so quick? And because I don't think 25's old, I, I think 25's like. You're still in your 20s, you're still figuring your shit out, do you know what I mean? Like, I think your 20s is your time for, like, understanding what you want from life. I feel like most people figure out what they want from life within the, like, the late mid to late 20s, and then they go and pursue it within their 30s. But why do you have to have a plan, and why do you have to have, like, a house, and... Oh, it's just annoying, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it does take the piss away, like, we're paying someone else's mortgage, but that works for us now, and it really winds me up when people are like... If you and Todd earn so much money, why don't you own a house? It's like, mind your own fucking business. Not everyone wants to own a house. Like, we we don't want to. Well, we do want to. We'd give anything to be able to own a house right now, but we're doing it by ourselves. We're not getting any help from anyone. And if you do get help from your parents or your family, then fair enough. That's, that's your your situation. But me and Todd aren't. Um, our families aren't in that position. And we don't, we don't hate them because of that. Like, if anything, it just makes me feel more proud when I make these big purchases and knowing that that's all my money and that's all my hard work do you know what I mean but if you do get help then brilliant I think the reason why me and Todd work so hard and we want we want to have really good jobs and like really good careers is so that when we have kids we can give them a life that was a lot better than ours and make sure they don't miss out when they deserve nice things do you know what I mean but it doesn't mean we need to buy a house tomorrow okay so everyone who keeps telling me to buy a fucking house and get off me back bitch we're trying <laughs> so yeah that section of the podcast was about the pressure to buy a house please let me know if you feel the same because sometimes I sit there and think like I'm so shit I don't own a house me, me and Todd are so crap as a couple we're not engaged and then I think who's telling us to get engaged who's telling us that we have to own a house why is there so much bad rep like rep against renting houses because a lot of the time it can be cheaper yeah you, you are throwing your money down the drain and you're not investing it but you're investing your time basically because that house is perfect for you at that time so if you move into a flat and you feel as though you're throwing away your money just think about what you get for that money and what you are buying yourself is time to decide what you really want as soon as you buy a property you sort you are trapped and people will be like oh but you can sell the house yeah but you can't sell the house within a month most of the time whereas you can hand in your notice to leave and leave at a house or a flat within a month to your landlord and if anything breaks they fix it <laughs> that's a win-win as well but yeah please stop putting pressure on us to fucking own houses and if you do own a house and you did put a big massive deposit down well done you that's brilliant but it's not a race and I just think why is there so much pressure to settle down and to settle when we're only here once I'm here for a good time not a long time <laughs> what else like where else do we get pressure put on us oh yeah that's another one careers 
So, like, I do this bad. Like, I judge people. Like, I'm going to put my hands up right now. I judge people when they have a shit job. And when, like, it's proper slime, even saying shit job. But when people have a job in, like, retail and they work, like, 16 hours a week, I'm just like, well, how do you not want more from life? But that's just because I'm a completely different type of person. So, like, I work 45 hours a week. Um, but there are people out there who work even more. But, like, I've, I'm on the road to a career. So, um and that's that's me that's what i want but i can't help but judge people who don't want to work people who are on benefits as well and who don't work at all I, i'm not gonna lie like these podcasts are about me being absolutely like transparent ruthless um, it pisses me off it pisses me off when people are on benefits i don't mean everyone in general yeah i think when you've got your reasons or you've got kids or you can't work you've got your disabilities and stuff like that then fair enough but when there i know there are people out there who manipulate the system and sit around doing absolutely fuck all causing havoc, getting the rent paid for and getting um, benefits and there are people out there who go to work, work hard uh, and don't get as much and have to pay childcare, have to pay the rent and whatever and I just don't understand like if I lost my job tomorrow I think yeah I'd have to go and try and get benefits but I'd be rejected because Todd earns too much money. If we both lost our job we'd get universal credit and the only way that we'd be able to live on that is if we had a kid. And that's the reality of it. If you've not got kids and you go on universal credit, you don't get a lot at all. And then I think you've got to wait like six weeks to get some money. So basically we'd be fucked, we'd be homeless. But um, I just don't understand how there's not that drive in people to want to work. A lot of people say they want to work. And they're like, oh, I really want to work. But then I just think, we'll work then. But then their, their attitude is, but I get more on benefits. And I'm like, yeah, but if you go to work, work hard, take on extra hours, work yourself up the ladder and build up a good rep, then maybe you'll be able to get promoted and get a better position within that company and then earn more money. I don't know. I just don't know. I think I just, like, I'm clearly... I've been brainwashed by, like, capitalism. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) But it's just mad because I feel feel like there's so much pressure on me to become successful, but then I'm like, what is success? Um, who decides what success is for me success is being comfortable so being able to go on a couple of holidays a year having a nice house having a really low mortgage um, paying off a mortgage before I'm 50 or 45 even do you know what I mean um, that to me is success and for some other people success is having loads and loads of money being really rich um, working all the time not having any kids but then for other people there's success can be just getting by day to day and having the bare minimum so it's, it's a difficult one but I I'm really bad like I do judge people who have shit jobs and who claim benefits because I just think I know you can do better so that the people who are actually suffering can get more but <laughs> it's fucked up isn't it I'm so sorry I sound like a right like evil cow but um but don't worry I'm not a Tory um, <laughs> I do believe that everyone should get help but once you've had help for over a certain length of time I do think come on guys like you must be able to do something and do you know what like I speak to people who are on benefits and I say like oh what you do I'm like why have you ever thought about changing your job changing career and they're like oh no I can't do that I can't do that oh I'd never do that I know people would see me and I'm like most of the time it is the fact that people don't want to work in certain jobs because they're ashamed but I'd feel more embarrassed having to claim benefits than working in, like, Mackey's. And I don't know why. I think having a job, I don't know. I think it's the way I've been brought up with a mum who used to work, like, multiple jobs to feed us. 
um, I've always worked and knowing that I'd have to sit around and not be able to be, be useful and take money from the government I don't know like it's really bad and I hate the fact that this is our thing but like literally like I've said this is our thing and like I can't change my mind people have tried to say to me but what about this but what about this I'm like yeah but what about all the people who go to work what about all those people who pay their tax pay the national insurance who work hard and I don't mean the people who are getting paid lots and lots of money I mean the people like me who are on like I'm on a low salary I'm not on the best salary but I'm trying to work at it to be able to get a better salary and to grow up the ladder, like to climb up the ladder slowly. And it just really baffles me how some people just aren't ambitious. And yeah, I do understand that like some people are different, but it's hard for me to accept that not everyone wants to work. And it's really, it's, I don't know why. I just, I hate that about myself because everyone else is just like, oh, like you've got to be mindful about this. And I'm like, I am being mindful about that and that. But it's those people who ruin it for everyone else who sit on their arse and do fuck all. I just moan and moan and moan and then like moan they don't get enough benefits and I'm like you're getting benefits you're getting a free house you're getting all this money you don't have to go to work and I just don't know how you can want to do that all the time I don't know that's just a thought anyway um please don't slide into my dms and kill me if you're on benefits I don't mean to be a bitch it's just as it stands this is how I understand it all if you want to like educate me about it all then fair enough but I just think there's a lot of pressure on us to become successful and I do think it's shit but at the same time that pressure drives me to want more not materialistic things like I don't give a shit about like a nice house and a nice car and shit like that I like I want to be able to leave my kids stuff I've not even got kids yet but I want to be able to give my kids and their grandkids and their grand like I want to be able to set the bar for my kids and their kids I want to have a nice house not an expensive house just a nice home um, I don't want to have to struggle. I've struggled before. I've, as a kid, we struggled. I didn't have a lot. There was times where we had to go without. We had to go without food. I mean, one would disagree with us, but there are there are there were times where we didn't have anything. Um, and I just want to make sure that my kids don't experience that. And unfortunately, when you are on benefits, a lot of people do live live like week to week, and they don't have a lot of money, and they have to use food banks and stuff. And I'm, this isn't about everyone. I'm just saying there is a small fraction of people who do that who can go out and work and um yeah i'm gonna leave it there <laughs> i'll leave that one with you but if you've disagreed that's fair enough and um, this is what this podcast is all about it's just about my thoughts and it is about me growing as a person and if you want to slide into me dms on instagram at graceface2021 um and educate me then that's fine have a little debate that's fine i'm up for that and a lot of the time i will listen to someone's point of view and i will change my mind because i'm uneducated about this stuff i've never claimed benefits do you know what i mean I tried once after uni and got rejected and got told no. And I was just like, all right, fucking hell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm going to leave this podcast there. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's got your mind thinking a little bit. Um, what are your thoughts about um, the pressures that we face as people within society, whether that being 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, fucking 18-year-olds? Like, how do you feel about all this? Or do you feel pressured to lose weight? Do you feel pressured to put on weight? Do you feel pressured to look a certain way? Do you feel pressured to have a perfect career, a perfect life, buy a house? Let me know because stuff like this really gets my mind going. And yeah, at the end of the day, let's finish it off by saying this. The only person who's putting pressure on you to do anything is you. So if you, at the minute, if you do feel a lot of pressure to get these things in life, just remember that you're putting this pressure on yourself. No one else is. So you can always turn down that pressure. Like there are times where I want to get really good results in, in uni, but I'm like, but why? I just need to pass 
and ever since I've turned that pressure level down and thought right we'll just get a pass I've actually been getting better grades um so yeah a little tip for you if you do want to do well in life whatever that means turn your pressure level down stop putting so much pressure on yourself because usually it makes you crumble but yeah I hope you've enjoyed this one and um, let me know your thoughts as always uh subscribe <laughs> make sure you subscribe and apologies again about such a late podcast and i will keep you updated every fortnight and yeah i'll speak to you all very soon bye